Hello everyone, this is episode 610 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Wednesday, April 3rd, 2019. I'm your host, Mark Kuznez, and I just had a root canal, so part of my face is still numb. If I sound a little bit weird and may sniffle a bit more, then, oh well, you're just going to have to deal with it. The root canal was a smashing success, though I am... Not excited about the call I had with my regular dentist to set up the appointment just because they said they were pretty adamant that they would have to replace the crown. Whereas the doctor who did my root canal, I forget what they're called, Doka Dentist, I don't know. Uh, he said they saved the crown and that you know there's currently a temporary filling in there and they'll just have to put in a permanent one there in about two weeks and everything will be fine. And I'm just worried that my dentist is going to be like, nope, nope. Uh uh-uh, we need to replace that crown because we want that money. And if they try that shit, I'm going to tell them two things. One, go call up this person, have them tell you what they told me. And if that's not good enough, even if they do tell them and you try to convince them otherwise, I'll just get a second opinion because you can go fuck yourself. I have no allegiance to my dentist. It's all about that money. That bling, bling, bling. I just... the cost of a a, a crown versus the cost of a filling is very different. It's a big, it's a big difference. And if I don't have to get a new crown, I don't want to get a new crown. So I'm just, I'm happy that this fella was able to save my crown. I'm just worried that my regular dentist is going to want that money. So we'll see. But everything seems fine. No pain or anything. But I'm still numb, so who the hell knows what's going to happen after that. Uh, there are a lot of different smells when you get into root canal. Some that smell really, really bad. Some that smell like minty cinnamon. So it's just like so many smells. So many things being said while performing the root canal. You know, 20.5, a 20. The, a buckle, light buckle, this thing. This tool. Give me that one with the yellow hot tip. This one with the black hot tip. I don't know what the hell's going on. But it was like a half hour and pretty easy. Uh, They also must use a special anesthetic or whatever that works immediately. Because usually they put like the dentist when getting a filling or whatever. They'll swab the space uh, before they put in the needle with the the shit. And then they're like, okay, give it some time to, to work. And we'll come back in like five minutes to see if you're numb. But this this fella, he just shot me up and then he's like, okay, good to go. But this first time I've ever had them put that whole mouth guard thing around you, that's, I don't know, it, it was a thing. It was a thing. It was also in the <laughs> hoity-toity neighborhood, uh, which is just funny because went there and when I was walking in there, an old lady wearing a full fur coat was walking out who just looked so high and mighty about herself. Oh, I'm so I'm so special. I'm so pretty. Anyway, I'm not just here to talk about my mouth. I'm here to talk about some games and whatnot. So there's some Apex Legends stuff that just came about. <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm excited after an, uh, a good root canal, as good as one can be. Then I get home to see that Apex Legend, uh, after the update, apparently is wiping players' progress. I don't know if it's uh, just across the board. Anyone who plays after the update has their account progress uh, reset. 
and no word has been put out there yet if the stuff that was lost will be recoverable so right now i'm just in a well my daily routine of playing apex legends at night is not gonna happen so that's sad but i'm looking at it as a way to get tacoma out of the way for attack the backlog i can knock that uh off the, the backlog list the ever-growing backlog list but uh i played some apex legends last night won a few more games which felt pretty good and then because gems of war also not working today is the day where the games i love break in one way or another gems of war just had an update and now it won't load it won't download at all it's just constantly giving me this connection to server errors and sometimes i get these and i just have to say oh, retry and it'll work but in this case after this update won't work no matter how many times i quit back to the home screen and relaunch it no matter how many times i reset my xbox completely just won't work so what did i do with my oatmeal since i usually eat gems of since i usually play gems of war while eating my oatmeal i don't play oatmeal while eating gems of war but that would be an interesting switch aroo i've tried playing apex legends while eating oatmeal it's like well i i, I can't play this game i can't play well, why don't i just try apex legends and that was something it was more time consuming it meant that it took me a little longer to eat my oatmeal because there were more downtime when I'm just playing the game. But I had a few second place finishes. No wins. Almost wins. So I guess I'm capable of doing it. But I didn't enjoy it all that much because it just became a little stressful. Especially in the beginning and at the end when it's all about the mad dash. And you really don't have that much downtime to just take a spoonful of oatmeal in your mouth. Which is what I want to do every morning. So, don't know if that'll be fixed for Gems of War. And now I can't play Apex Legends with my dinner. Not that I'd want to after the oatmeal. But I'm just, I'm heartbroken about all these games I love. Having updates that break them in one way or another. One game that isn't broken is Vaporum. If that's how it's pronounced, V-A-P-O-R-U-M, I believe is the spelling. This came out on PC in September of, was it 2017 that I saw? I don't know. But it's made its way to consoles, at least Xbox One. That's where I've been playing it. And it is another old-school first-person dungeon crawler, more in the vein of Legend of Grimrock, where the uh, fighting is real-time as opposed to turn-based, uh, which is okay, but there's also a slow time mode or something that when i toggle toggled on all it seemed to do is drop the frame rate to single digits and just made the game seem to run like an absolute piece of garbage so i don't know what the point of that mode is other than just making the experience and game look and feel like shit i don't know if you if that's what you want um but as opposed to having like a fantasy setting or a sci-fi setting it's a steampunk setting so if all you steampunk fans out there get hyped i don't know I, and i haven't played that much of it but uh it has a lot of the staples of the genre auto mapping you have your hardcore like old school modes and stuff i think five difficulties from casual easy normal hard and then maybe like brutal or something along those lines and i'm playing on normal and it already can get a bit difficult pretty early on where 
enemies will trap you. One will be on one side, one will be on the other, and you can't move past them. And there are times where I go into a room, and the rooms I left were all empty, but then I make a little bit of progress, and there's an enemy who comes up behind me from a space that I knew I knew was empty. So I don't know where those enemies are spawning from, if there's a secret space that they just come out of, or if they just are spawn from thin air to make the experience more annoying and frustrating don't like that it doesn't look all that bad control wise it's frustrating in that it sometimes registers double inputs so i might be rotating my look 90 degrees one way or the other and it'll do a full 180 uh, which can be frustrating it never seems to register double inputs with movement with i'm moving spaces like up down left right etc but when rotating my character's point of view uh, it will sometimes register double inputs which is annoying but extra bad when you're in a combat scenario against multiple enemies if you're like stuck in a corner and I'm trying to turn to one of the enemies to attack them and instead I turn two spaces and then I'm attacking a wall for one turn essentially turn because uh, there's a cooldown for your attacks and everything there are uh you know armor all that kind of jazz weapons you can have two different loadouts so you can switch between them on the fly which is nice there's a lot of text and story in it that seems all right but hasn't done much to grab me i don't i don't really care about what's going on i do like these types of games but there's a lot of jank going on here. The one thing I really, really, really love, and I wish more games did this, because I just, I love having this feature in a game that allows you to save and, and load your game at any point, you know, not at specific times. By holding the left trigger, which the left trigger, uh, and I'm playing on Xbox One, I don't know if I said that, but the left trigger is a modifier, so that just basically gives all the other inputs on the controller an, an alternate usage which is nice but specifically if you hold the left trigger and press the start button that is a quick save if you press the hold the left trigger and press the select button and you know what buttons i'm talking about they might not say start and select but you know what they are that'll be a quick load i love this because I, I just love being able to quick save instead of having to go in the menu i wish i, I just wish every game had a quick save option because it would just make things so much easier i wish red dead redemption 2 had a quick save option instead of having to go a few menus deep to save the game um the one bad thing about it though is that the game doesn't seem to auto save frequently so if you accidentally quick load your last save instead of quick saving you could lose a lot of progress i did that accidentally i didn't lose that much progress maybe 10 minutes but it was still kind of annoying early on, but it was on me, of course. But given that the quick save and quick load are very similar, they're very close to each other in terms of what you have to do. One's just a button that's a centimeter, a little over a centimeter away from the other. It, it could be easy to accidentally do one or the other. Uh, though, of course, I don't know. In some cases, quick saving could be bad, too, if you're in a, a situation where... You're almost dead and you want to quick load. So it could be a bit dangerous if you're, when you're first starting at least, and you're not uh, yet accustomed to the controls or they're not feeling 100% uh, just normal. I don't know what the hell 
Um, but other than all those issues I'm having with it, it's not terrible. The combat is all right. You know, there's hits and misses and whatever. It's just based on percentages. Um, the enemies so far are all very steampunky. Here's a little like uh, spider robot. Here's one that's like a light bulb with legs that shoots out electricity and makes electric bursts at times, which is very Tesla shit uh, and whatnot. There was like a, a creature that was a little annoying that looked kind of like, I don't know, unless I'm remembering wrong, but it kind of reminded me of uh, a little bit of like the Starship Troopers bugs. But now that I'm thinking about like, not exactly, but kind of. Maybe just a smidgen, uh, but I'll I'll put more time into it. If it if it continues to be frustrating, I I don't know. And I maybe I'll just drop it down to an easier difficulty. But uh, that was just it, it's not so much that it's difficult as it just has some cheapness in terms of the way it doles out enemies. In my experience, in my little experience with the game. Just having enemies multiple times so far in my brief time with the game just come out from apparently nowhere, from seemingly nowhere, to get me from behind so that now I'm dealing with two enemies as opposed to one and coming from an area that I thought I cleared completely that had no door or anything in it that an enemy could come through. It's like, what is this nonsense? What is going on? But, uh,. I'll see how it goes with the rest of it. There are four different classes too. Uh, when you first start, there are two spaces for maybe future classes, but they have like a combat class, tech class, like an armor class, and some other class that give you bonuses and all that. Um, pretty basic. Uh, there, there's a lot to take in at first, but so far it's fine. I didn't see any kind of leveling up system or anything like that or ability, so it might just be the equipment and whatnot you get that uh, improves your character uh, but I'll, I'll see as I play more anyway that's pretty much all I've been playing at least that I feel comfortable talking about as of right now there's some things that I want to put more time into and I'll, I'll talk about next episode uh, in terms of movies I watched I finally got well I didn't find I mean it came out yesterday a silent voice the animated uh, feature based on the manga which came out in the the movie came out in 2016 and finally made its way to the states on blu-ray this year which is ridiculous it had a few small theatrical runs which i sadly was never able to make it out to but um i was super excited for this movie because it's my favorite manga i haven't read that many manga but i adore a silent voice and because of that, I was so excited for this, and from the the trailers and all that stuff, it, it coming from Kyoto Animation, it's absolutely beautiful. It takes that art style from the manga, which I really liked, and just animates it beautifully. It looks really, really good. That said, I was a little disappointed and underwhelmed by the story or by the movie because, given that it's trying to take, I believe, seven volumes and cram it into a single movie. There's a lot that's left out, and it lost some of its weight, some of its impact, uh, and some of the emotion, and just 
it, it felt more shallow because of that. Uh, and part of it, I think, is that I was a little bit distracted while watching it. So I'm going to give it a second watch. Uh, and I think I'm going to do that after I reread the manga because it's been a few years since I've read it. But um, more than a few years probably at this point. But uh, I'd like to be able to more directly compare them uh, and contrast them. But it's not bad or anything, but I remember a lot of people comparing and putting your name and silent voice up against each other as whether, you know, which is the better anime from that year. Because I think your name came out the same year or the year prior, late the year prior. So they were close in terms of their release. And there were a lot of people comparing the two, and I, I would say, based on my first viewing, that Your Name is a vastly superior movie. Though, if we're comparing the manga and and the movie Your Name, then that's a whole other bag, because uh, that manga is fantastic. But that manga is also, you know, seven volumes and all that. So, that was a bit of a disappointment. But like I said, part of me was distracted, so we'll see how I feel upon a second viewing. And I did watch the dub, so I think the dub was all right. But maybe watching it in the old uh, Japanese will change things as well. In addition to that, I did go ahead and watch uh, The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. And I've come to the, the realization that I like Star Wars. I don't like the original trilogy, but I like all the other ones. Not including the offshoots. Rogue Ones, fine. Solo, get the hell out of here. And, and and these the new ones, they call him Han. So fuck y'all. It's Han. Everyone can shut up. Anyone who says it's Han, go give yourself a, a high five with both your hands. Because I don't care. I don't care. Uh, but I really like the, the two new ones. And I think part of why I really like them is because I'm pretty sure... Kylo Ren is my favorite character in the Star Wars film universe. I think he's a great antagonist. I think his rage and the way he doesn't have a handle or control over his emotions is really fun to watch when he loses his shit and just starts destroying uh, rooms and whatnot when things don't go his way. Uh, I think it's fun also seeing him at the end of like Last Jedi where he becomes the supreme leader as opposed to i mean darth vader was always the the whatever boy of that dude the emperor whatever he was um he was never the 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 leader the top dog whereas uh the last jedi puts kylo ren in that place which should be fun to watch uh i, I like a lot of the last jedi i don't think the humor always hits. I hate the joke in the beginning with the phone call. I think that is so stupid. It just feels like some of the humor just does not fit the tone of the series and the movies as a whole. And I don't have a problem with Rose. Not that much. Uh, I think she's a fine character. I don't remember what people had against her. If it's just like, oh, she's a pointless character. You just bring this new character. What's her point? Everyone's a pointless character until they're introduced they're nobodies until they're somebody finn was a nobody until he decided to help a uh rebel 
pilot get out because he wanted to get out too. Up until that point, who was he? Nobody. Shut the fuck up, all you Rose haters. Get over it. Uh, though I do hate the fact that she saved Finn. I think it would have been a great moment if he did sacrifice himself instead of having this stupid fucking Rose. You know, she's fine most of the time, but when she does that, I hated it. I know that they're not going to kill Finn because he's one of the big characters. People like him, and you're not going to kill one of your favorite characters. Like, that's one of the things I hate about these kind of movies and like ongoing movies that are known to be ongoing and have characters that people like. It's just you lose stakes, and the the storytelling does take a hit because the writers are unwilling to sacrifice key characters, and, and that just hurts the overall experience. Because like, if Finn actually went into that thing and died, I would be like, oh shit, I, that would have been so unexpected. And the music that was building up made that into such an emotional, powerful scene. I'm like, this is this is gonna be something. And then fucking Rose just comes from the side and knocks him out of the way. And then she's hurt. Oh, you got the things I love, and she kisses him. I'm like, great. Now I got a fucking love triangle bullshit. Like I liked her up until that point. That is the point where I hated her. Uh, hate's a strong word. So I, I don't hate her or anything. But I just I hated that because let Finn die. It's fine. You don't need these characters to go on for another seven movies or something. You can bring in new characters. That's you know the whole point is you know sacrificing to to save the rest. You know let him go out as a hero. Instead he doesn't. Uh, and you know the Captain Phantasm, whatever her name is, her demise. But maybe she's not dead. I don't know if they confirmed that she's dead because that armor is some fancy snazzy armor. So maybe it's fireproof and fallproof. And did she fall into space? Maybe it's space proof. I don't know. Um, she's just a waste of a character again, like Boba Fett. I I still don't like the the whole Princess Leia being Superman moment. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. And I, I guess people's problem with what it does for the universe and the Force is that it makes the Force OP. I guess that's what their problem is. I don't know because I can understand that in that. One, it made Princess Leia into Superman. And then with Luke, he was able to project himself to where everyone else was. But it wasn't just like a a projection. It was like a physical manifestation where he could transport objects. Because he had the... I I don't know if he took those or like... He gave the dice or whatever to Leia. I don't know where the hell he got those. If he had them with him on the island. And he manifested those and, and... teleported them there which would be crazy that's a crazy power to have to just be able to manifest and move objects over great distances using nothing but the force um so that's crazy the whole dice thing is just stupid and made even dumber with solo um ray is still great that fight with ray and kylo ren is still fantastic probably my favorite fight uh, scene in all of the movies though the the darth vader scene in rogue one is fantastic it's the one time where he feels like a a real badass that's that's a great moment i would say the two best moments in all of star wars the cinematic universe uh are those two moments maybe there's something from the the prequels that i don't remember since i didn't finish any of them when i gave them a go but uh what else in the in the two movies there's just a lot of fun you know a lot of great characters um 
yeah i also another great moment was in the beginning of force awakens when poe dameron takes a shot at kylo ren and he stops the the energy bullet what the hell do you want to call that the the charge i don't know but when he stops that in midair and and the way that shot and how quick it was and his quick reaction time that's just that's cool i just i love kylo ren i i love adam driver one i love the character of kylo ren i think he he does a fantastic job it is the anakin skywalker arc done well with an actor who is very very good not to say that what's his face is bad because apparently he's been good and stuff i'm sure john will tell me that i should still go see shattered glass or whatever it's called i'll see it at some point i'm sure it's at my library don't worry about it uh and he was fine in jumper i guess i don't know i can't i can't remember if jumper was okay or not because all i can think about when i think about jumper is how terrible the game was and the fact that it was shorter than the movie and cost 60 dollars when it came out but it gave me a thousand achievements Whoa! what a waste of time i can't remember if i got those achievements during the old spice tournament that netted me was it 50 or 100 dollar uh gift card thing but uh yeah that's not everything i also was watching chitty chitty bang bang and there's another victim to the old-fashioned musicals for me i love the song chitty chitty bang bang so much i still love it it's such a great song, but the movie is not good, um, which is disappointing. And next is Mary Poppins. And then I can check out Mary Poppins Returns and see what that's all about. Uh, Bumblebee hit Redbox, which I'm excited about. I'm super excited to finally watch that. And, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I'm, I'll keep you up to date on this apex legend news because it is very distressing for me as well as the gem of gems award news because i know you definitely care about that my listeners anyway that will do it for this here episode of the pixelated sausage podcast once again i am your host marcus nez y'all can find me on twitter and pretty much everywhere at px sausage the site is of course pixelated sausage.com where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and Attack the Backlog, which are all available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you'd like to check out the video version of this here show or Attack the Backlog, you can go over to youtube.com slash sausage and watch both of them there, along with some honorary reviews, anime reviews, if you so choose. And if you'd like to check out the art I make, you can go over to pxsart.com and check it all out over there. If you see something to like, click the link and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. As always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this here episode and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Bye. Bye.